We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Well, no update on your cheeseburger, huh? No, I finally found the messages. (laughs) There's a photo of it. (laughs) This is... The, the delivery person sent me a photo of my cheeseburger. It's, it's in the lobby of the Hilton Cabana in Miami. I ordered Uber Eats, and it went to, to, I guess, my phone. I don't know what the hell happened, Ron. There's a cheeseburger in Miami, and I'm hungry here. That's just amazing. In Monroeville. You, you are just amazing, the stuff that happens to you. And she's sending me messages. I don't, I don't know what's happening. But that's not important right now. What is important is the Steelers apparently uh, on their way to hiring Arthur Smith as their new offensive coordinator. Tom Pelissero uh, reporting that. Have others reported this, Sean? I've not seen anything. Yeah, I'm I haven't come sure. across. Uh, I've seen you know so many people locally retweeting Pelissero, but I haven't seen any other uh, official sources, I suppose, that have reported it. Right. So... Well, let's hope he's right, number one. But number two, let's talk about Arthur Smith. Um, you know, the best thing I'll say about him, I think I can say this really without hesitation, he's not Matt Canada. <laughs> That's true. That is true. And here to talk about Arthur Smith's time with the Titans, which was just two two years. He's, he spent two years as an offensive coordinator. The first one was good. The second one was great for the most part until the, until their playoff. But he game. was around there like ten or eleven years, yeah, right? He did a lot of things. So from News Channel Five in Nashville, our old friend here at ninety three seven, the fan, Mister John Burton, one of the originals. Doctor Doctor John. Burton, he was one of say. the absolute originals. John, how are right. you? I was I was maybe what the third voice ever heard on ninety three seven, the fan. I technically, to me, it's the second voice. But Colony doesn't like it when I say that because it was me and Paul on the morning show. So out of respect to Colony, I'll say I have the third voice because he was like, well, I did the update. Ah, I was the first voice. So fine, whatever. How you guys doing? Well, we're doing great. And we're wondering if uh, – have you heard this as well down there? No, it's per- no I, I just got done with my crappy radio show, and uh, I, went, I went out to do some shopping, and uh, your producer called me and said, yeah, Ar- Artie's coming to Pittsburgh. I'll tell you what, guys, on paper, it's, 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 it's a good fit. Now, you're only going to be as good as, uh, as uh, you know, the players that you coach. But, um, you know, he made his bones as a really good offensive coordinator before going to Atlanta. I don't know what happened there because, especially this past year, that offense was putrid. Now, they didn't have a quarterback. But, you know, you look at what he did in, in Tennessee, and, Ron, you mentioned it before becoming the O.C., he, w- he survived, like, three different coaching regimes as a tight ends coach. He's 
you know, he's widely respected as a coordinator. Didn't work out to, for him too well as a coach, as we saw, as a head coach anyway. But, uh, you know, he's got a good rep as an OC. Uh, how much, John, do you – I mean, obviously Tannehill had his best season there with him, yeah. but he also had Derrick Henry, you know, who's one of the greatest backs of all time. I, I like Najee Harris up here, but he ain't no Derrick Henry. No, I mean, you look at you look at Art's best season as OC. It was 2020, the COVID year. You know, Tannehill threw for 3,819 yards, 33 touchdowns, just seven interceptions. You mentioned Derrick Henry. He had over 2,000 yards rushing. And they had a 1,000-yard receiver in A.J. Brown. So, uh, you know, and, and the ball was spread out. You know, Brown wasn't getting the majority of the targets. His tight ends got involved a lot, too. Johnu Smith and Anthony Ferkser. Um, they they had a lot of targets, a lot of catches, you know, hitting guys out of the backfield as well. So, you know, obviously you got to figure out what you want to do at quarterback up there in Pittsburgh. But I think I look at a guy like like uh, Fryermuth, he could be looking at a monster year because uh, Art Smith loves to use his tight ends, especially in the red zone. How about personality wise? What, how would you describe his demeanor as a coach, John? Pretty, pretty, pretty laid back. You know, he's not a screamer. He's not a yeller. He's pretty even keeled. You know, during coordinator day when you meet with him, he's pretty straightforward. You know, not a lot of frills or or, or demonstrative demeanor or anything like that. And uh, you know, he seems like he'd be a calming influence uh, for that offense and on that coaching staff. You know, he's a pretty, pretty. You know, he's a pretty relatable guy. I mean, we all know you, you know his history. He pretty much was bored on third base with his dad being involved with FedEx and all that, and he didn't have to work if he didn't want to. He's a self-made guy in terms of being a coach in the National Football League. You know, started as a quality control guy, just kept working his way up, and he's got a kind of got that everyman demeanor. I think the the Pittsburgh fans will will like the way he kind of approaches things in terms of you know how he addresses himself and how he presents himself. If that makes sense. Am I wrong for at least wondering, John, if Derrick Henry made him and made Tannehill more than the other way around? Because, I mean, I look at him like we were just talking about. He belongs in conversations with Eric Dickerson and Barry Sanders and people like that. Yeah, well, listen, Joe, I mean, let's, let's be honest. I mean, when you, can, when you have the luxury of turning around and handing to Derrick Henry behind what was a really good offensive line with Taylor Lewan and Ben Jones and Roger Saffold and you know, some of the guys they had up front. I mean, that is a luxury. That makes your life a lot easier as an OC. But I look at the way, despite having a 2,000-yard runner in, in Derrick Henry, how balanced they were run to pass. You know, Derrick Henry's a special talent. We know this. You're right. He's going to go down as one of the all-time greats. He's a, he's a Hall of Fame talent. You know, can he get that kind of production out of Najee Harris? I doubt it. But – you know, the balance between run and pass and the way that this offense, especially that 2020 year, was able to keep opposing defenses guessing. You know, you can't walk your safeties up, you know, to, to, to stop Derrick Henry because Ryan Tannehill was able to beat you with play action, hitting A.J. Brown over the top, and you got some good receivers up there in Pittsburgh that can get it done. John, you know, when Mike Tomlin did his season ender a couple weeks ago, he talked about – one of the things he wants is somebody that can help his quarterbacks. You know, Kenny Pickett up here, you know, didn't have a good year. Mason Rudolph may not be back. Uh, I, I know, is Arthur Smith a guy that can develop a young quarterback? Because I, I guess Tannehill was already in the league and proven when he got to him. 
Well, that remains to be seen, Cookie, because, you know, obviously Desmond Ritter didn't exactly thrive under his, his tutelage, did he? Now, it's a little bit different when you're the head coach as opposed to the O.C. I think that will remain to be seen, and I know that will be a big part of it because he's going to have a young quarterback uh, to work with. So he's got some, you know, I, 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 I think the fair answer, Cookie, is he, he'll have some work to do in that department for sure. Meanwhile, what is Ryan Tannehill doing next year? The Steelers might need a veteran quarterback. What's Derrick Henry going to do? They'll both be available. Uh, you know, they're both set to become free agents. Uh, Ryan Tannehill will definitely not be back. I'd say there's less than a 5% chance that Derrick Henry uh, will get re-signed and back. You know, they just uh, hired a new coach down here in Brian Callahan, who you guys know, the OC of the uh, Cincinnati Bengals and, uh, you know, I think both guys will be available, and uh, both, both guys could be possible options for the Steelers for sure. Uh, Derrick Henry, obviously, will have to understand that wherever he goes, he'll have to share carries probably and take less money. And, you know, he's not exactly a three-down back, although he's, he's worked on his pass-catching skills a lot over the years. He's probably not a dependable three-down back in terms of, you know, pass-pro blitz pickup and catching balls out of the backfield. And, you know, Tannehill – you know, it's hard to say. I mean, he's been banged up the last couple of years. Uh, he finally heads into an offseason, you know, healthy. Uh, but it, a lot of people feel like his skills have diminished a little bit. But uh, he could be op- – both those guys, all that being said, could be options for the Steelers. Holy bird, Miller. So who's going to be the quarterback down there next year? Will Levis. Ah, Beavis and Levis. Beavis and Butthead, yeah, Joe calls them. Yeah, they, exactly. Yeah, they moved up to draft him in the second round, and he became the starter midway through the season. And, and then he got you know, hurt, played right? pretty well. Yeah, he played pretty well. He, he threw four touchdown passes in his first game um, against, uh, I guess it was the Broncos, and let a, let a comeback win uh, in Miami on a Monday night. And they like it. You know, they, they, the, the Titans like his arm. They like his athletic ability, and they like his – Here's that word again, his moxie. You know, he's kind of like a Baker Mayfield but without all the drama. You know what I mean? So uh, they got a new head coach now and Brian Callahan. It's going to be his job to develop Will Levis, and he's going to have to learn this new offense now. But, you know, the future is with him, at least the, the immediate future. We'll see how it goes down the road. Lastly, John, um, Vrabel, were you surprised that, that – that didn't work out there and also surprised that he hasn't landed anywhere yet. Well, the second part of your question, I am slightly surprised that, you know, the music is about to stop and he, both he and Belichick may not find a chair in this coaching cycle. But I know a lot of people outside of Tennessee were surprised that uh, the Titans moved on from Mike Vrabel. I'm not, I did. I got the vibe that he didn't want to be here under the current front office structure, you know, Rand Carthon, is the general manager, and they tried to do kind of a dual thing with those two in Rand's first year here. You know, Rand, Carthon, and Mike Vrabel kind of working together, collaborating to try to build the roster. But I never felt Vrabel was comfortable with it. And, you know, the controlling owner, Amy Adams Strunk, basically she wants collaboration. She wants a good working relationship between head coach and GM. So, uh, you know, they let Rabel go, and now they've elevated Rand Carthon to executive vice president and general manager. So he's in charge of the coaching staff. He's in charge of the roster. And now we have a, you know, more defined executive flow chart. You know, Rand Carthon reports to Amy Adams Strunk, <laughs> and Brian Callahan reports to Rand Carthon. That's the way Amy Adams Strunk wants it. 
Rabel was really wasn't on board with that, so he's gone. John, we appreciate you taking the time on such short notice. You're a wonderful man, a philanthropist, a patriot, a spiritual guru, and a mentor to Ron and I. Well, thank you, Joe, and I just want to tell you both congratulations on all your success. <laughs> thank you, John. Uh, thanks, John. What a man he is, huh, Ron? He's, he was one of the original voices. Well, Vrabel may have a shot now because yeah. Ben Johnson has apparently uh, said he, Tom Pelissero is hot. He's, a, he's the guy that reported that, too. Yeah. Said that he's told, what, Seattle and Washington? Yeah. That he ain't leaving Detroit. He's going to stay with kneecap. So yeah, still my two suspicion jobs is open. he wants to go to a place where he knows he has a stud young quarterback. Right. Right. So I think he may and, feel like you know, he has I mean, I, it's hard to imagine uh, that, you know, that Detroit will regress that badly. He'll be a hot candidate again next year, you would think. I would think, yeah. And now Pelissero's other report, the big one here, Steelers expected to hire Arthur Smith. Smith had a top run game as Titans offensive coordinator before heading to Atlanta three years ago. I'll say. So in the analysis of Arthur Smith, we have Brian Backo coming up next at the top of the hour. I'm sorry, but you have to look at his top running game was Derek Blanking Henry. Ron, they went into New England, Brady's last year with the Patriots for a wild card game. They won the game. Ryan Tannehill. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Completed 8 of 15 passes for 72 yards. 8 of 15 for 72. What did Derrick Henry run for? But he turned around and had some great handoffs in the game. <laughs> 34 for 182. He's a big-time big time guy. I don't know what the weather conditions were like up there, but... Uh, Good enough for Brady to go 20 or 37 well, for then, 250. Yeah, so, you know. it wasn't all the weather then. I'm just... You have to factor that in. And then the next week they go and they upset uh, Baltimore, I believe, uh, the next week the Titans did. And would you like to know what the numbers were in that game, Ron? I would really enjoy it. Ryan Tannehill, 7 for 14 for 88 yards. I would like to go back through the history of the NFL and find two quarterbacks or one quarterback 
who won two straight playoff games in the same year throwing for less than 100 yards in both. Seven for 14 for 88 yards. You would think that hasn't happened too often. But guess what the other guy did? Derrick Henry. 30 carries for 195 yards and a 66-yard run. Titans finished 10th that year in scoring. Then the next year, they exploded and finished fourth. They averaged 30.7 points per game. Oh, doesn't that sound nice? So Tannehill had a great year, 33 touchdowns, seven picks. He also had a pretty good year in Miami once, though, 27 and 12. It's not like they were getting a guy who had never done a damn thing. Oh, I mean, he was a proven talent. Derrick Henry, 378 rush attempts for 2,027 yards and 17 touchdowns. So from watching those teams, from now recalling with the numbers, I hate to keep pounding this, but having Derrick Henry would make a lot of offensive coordinators look very good. And interestingly, guess who the coordinator was before Arthur Smith got there? Guy LaFleur, Matt LaFleur. Is that right? And he didn't succeed at all, so he, maybe that's not true. He parlayed it. He ended up at Green Bay and had a lot of success. I see TV has him calling him Artie. Smith, like you did, um, you know, he, Fleur had great success in Green Bay, has had it, and, and Artie didn't have it in Atlanta. I, I do hope I'm proven wrong, but the way I read this situation is it's one of many, many, many hot young coaches who have great years because of a great, great player. This is like Nate Hackett, like the Broncos hiring him. Gee, Denver? Do you think that Aaron Rodgers might have had something to do? You know what I mean? And, and I get it. They, they, they averaged 30 points a game, but what they basically did was turn around and hand off to Derrick Henry. Tannehill had a good year, but it was all built on play action from everybody loading up to stop a historically great 2,000-yard rusher. Maybe the Steelers see Pickett with a Tannehill-type ceiling or Rudolph with a Tannehill-type ceiling. Rudolph actually reminds me a little bit of Tanner. But I like Najee, but I don't like him like Derrick Henry. No, or Jalen Warren. Right. No, nobody's ever going to mention Najee among the greatest backs in history. So, like I said, I hope I'm wrong. This is not an exciting hire. That's what that's what I would say. Yeah. Would you agree? Yeah, definitely I not. Was hoping for, I was hoping for that young, hotshot quarterback, coach, pass game coordinator. Right. They couldn't even wait for Clint Kubiak to talk to him? I guess not. According to the know, report, wrong. so far we've only seen one guy report. We'll ask Batco about it, see what he thinks. I believe he's coming up at the top of the hour here. Your initial reaction out there, 412-928-9370, 928-9370. Reportedly, Arthur Smith will be hired by the Steelers. Does this, as a fan, excite you? Maybe it does. Maybe he's you not, look at Tannehill. He's not Matt Canada. He's not Sully either. He seems to be kind of a Sully clone in a way, Ron. They already can run the ball, right? They did it pretty well last the last couple of years. I'm interested in more of a high-powered pass game, but maybe that's just not possible. And maybe we'll try to recreate the 2020 Titans. In which case, you bring Tannehill in as the backup. You sign Derrick Henry as your third back. Maybe you bring in Vrabel as a consultant. <laughs> <laughs> and you recreate the Titans. Uh, remember the Titans. Wasn't who, that a movie? Who, by the way, in that 30-point season, well, went to Baltimore in the first round and got their rear ends kicked in and only accumulated 209 yards in that game. 
I'm sure people on this station are going to make a try to make solid cases for Arthur Smith, but it's going to take some twisted logic to do that, in my opinion. Maybe you can do that. 928-9370. Ron, Brian Backo is next. I'm trying to find something right now that I can't find. What about that cheeseburger in the lobby in Miami? Uh, apparently, that woman is still texting me. It's my fault, Ron. It's my fault because I, I didn't I, understand. I have the, no idea. The phone notifications. I, I don't know how to do it, but I also never confirmed the order as I discovered and just took a screenshot of that. How about that, Ron? You are unreal. All right. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.